they not hands, even of your last, that war in your members? Ah, huh? did you hear that? Where does the wars and the fighting come from? From your last. That war where? In your members. He's not talking of the members of the church. He's talking. <laughs> he says here. He says, Whence comes wars and fightings among you? Now he's talking to the general what? Body. And he says, Come they not hence of even of your, that is individual, he's telling them individually, your what? Last, that war in your individual members, that is the parts of your body. So the last that are going on in your body are the ones that do what? Cause the wars. What someone is thinking, feeling, and seeing, or whatever, he says that's the problem. That's the cause of all cause. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. But you see, as the body of Christ, as the church, we are called to walk in love and unity. Praise the Lord. That's what we are being called to live in, to walk in love and unity. Let me tell you something. Love and unity are very important to God. Do you understand? Do you remember the prayers of Jesus? Jesus prays in John chapter 17. He says, Lord, let them be one. As what? We are one. And by this the world will know. By their oneness, the world. Our oneness is a message of Christ to the world. Are we together? This is why this is very important. Very important. Now, we are called to walk in love and unity. And guess what? The opposite of that is what? Glory to God. The opposite of walking, because that is what we talk about walking in the Spirit. Hallelujah. The fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Love. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. All the other things you hear, patience, what and what, are all expressions of one. Love. That's why he doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit. Are we together? We're in Galatians, not in Corinthians. The others have uh, gifts. This one, he says, the fruit, not the fruits. The fruit, which is love, is expressed as temperance. Is expressed as passion. Is expressed as, you know, are we together? All these things are an expression of love. So, the opposite of that is walking in the flesh. Glory to God. So, the opposite of walking in love and unity is walking in what? In the flesh. In this unity. The flesh. Now, the flesh is walking like the unsaved man. Can you imagine? You say, I'm born again. And you walk like one who is dead. Well, because the Bible says in First Corinthians, sorry, First John chapter 5, verse, verse 12, it says, Whosoever has the Son has the life. Whosoever has known the Son has known what? Life. 
So what happens? A man without Christ, a man without the Son, is a man without life. And yet now some people choose to walk like those that don't have life. Let's continue. We're going to look at scriptures. Are we together? The Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, it says, For you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal? And walk as men. Another version says, as mere men. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So he says, now that is carnality. Walking in the flesh. Let's continue. Now, when we talk about the flesh, we're talking about, the flesh means the influence of the world and the unsaved man. That is the flesh. A man walking under the influence of the world. Oh, the unsaved man. Are you following me now? Are we following? Praise the Lord. But you see, the Bible tells us, you know, now, these things are very important. Glory to God. That's the reason why we're handling from different corners and angles. So that you may go and you have it all wide. But because some people have not understood grace. Praise the Lord. Some people think grace is occasional to sin. Or others think grace is going and sleeping. That you, uh, you see, I'm in, uh, I'm in grace. Whatever I, I feel like doing, that's what you do. That's not grace. That is called carnality. Do you understand? It's called flesh. And it is opposite grace. Because grace is God at work. Carnality is unsaved demand. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Hello? Yeah. Now, the Bible tells us, now I'm talking about this, the pleasure, what, but the Bible shows us, with the scriptures, the Bible shows us that we were crucified with Christ, and our, we are crucified to the flesh. Let's see it. Are you ready for the ride now? Isn't this beautiful? Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 and 25. You see, you see, now, this is where some people hide. So let's go there too. <laughs> Amen. You don't want to leave any stone unturned. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Mm. Praise the Lord. Do you see where it, where it begins from? He says, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with its affections and lusts. And yet it doesn't end there, but he says, if we live, did you hear that? If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, the walking in the Spirit right there is telling us, you see, you see, you being in Christ. Now, the same scripture, same, same scripture as it is. Are you with me? 
24 and 25. 24 tells you, if you be in Christ, you have crucified what? The flesh. And 25 tells you, let us live in the spirit. And if we live in the spirit, he says, if we live in the spirit, let us also what? Walk in the spirit. What is he saying? He says, walking in the spirit, you can be the other side and walk not in the spirit. Praise the Lord. Are we together? Now, when we say, let us walk, does that suggest that you have no option? Are you with me? Does let us walk, let us also walk, does it suggest like no option? It shows you there is an option, but this walking is going to take you a deliberate, conscious decision and effort to walk. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? It is to walk contrary to the flesh. To put the undead guy under the spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. How are we going to do it? He shows us. He shows us. It's by doing what? The word. James chapter 1 verse 22 says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving your own selves. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, that's what he's telling us. This is what you should do. But you see, walking contrary to this is the cause of all problems in the local church. That is walking by the flesh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. You see, the flesh expresses the unsaved man. All its influence, the influence of the world, that's what the flesh expresses. This is where you find people just walking by the influence of the world. Now check out the scriptures and see what it tells you. Whether you should, it says, do not love what? The world. We are not supposed to conform to the world. Why? Because the world is the fallen system. You are not supposed to walk by its influences. You are not supposed to walk like a man who is unsaved. Why? Because a man who is unsaved does not have the spirit of God. He is walking in the realm of death. He is walking in the realm of darkness. He is without hope in this world. That's the unsaved man. All he is set and born for is death and destruction. You have come into light. He tells you, walk in the light as it is in the light. Are we together? But you see now, the flesh, I told you, the walking by the flesh or by the dictates of the world, the influence of the, of the world, is the cause of all trouble, challenges and problems in the local church. It is flesh. Are we together? 
And guess what? The Bible shows us examples even in the Old Testament. Are you ready now? Amen. We have scriptures in the Old Testament that show us, and the Bible warns us, it tells us, don't pick on, don't be, don't take on these kinds of characters. Because it's very easy to emulate a wrong character. Today I was speaking to a, there's a man of God we were talking with, and he told me something, he was telling me about uh, some people that find it easy, they say, they are believing God for 200 million to go to India and then work the, you know, maybe work on the, the liver or something. And you ask them, are you born again? Say yes. Say, have you gone to, have you gone for prayer? Have you, and you believe in, you say, yeah, 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 but you see, you tell them to go to a man of God for prayer. They say they would prefer the believing God for what? For the 200 million than going for healing school. So, while he was speaking this, he gave me a scripture which was a wonderful one. In Chronicles, he said something which speaks of Asa, the king. Praise the Lord. That is Second uh, Chronicles chapter 16 verse 12. It shows us that Asa forsook God and just went and sought just the physicians. <laughs> Are you with me? He left God aside and went for the physician and he died. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah, you read the scripture. It's good. Praise the Lord. But it, it, it was good because he, we, we talked and yet I wanted, I was to show you some of these things. You see, the Bible is clear. Amen. Look at what the Bible says in uh, first, first Corinthians chapter 10 verse 6 and then 11 to 12. Are you there? First Corinthians. I want to show you. We have examples that the Bible is t- shows us. There are certain bad examples the Bible warns us not to emulate or to express as the examples in the Old Testament that is telling us in the New Testament not to copy or not to allow ourselves to express such examples, such spirits, such characters. Are you with me? Are you in First Corinthians chapter 10? What does it say, verse 6? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? These things were an example to the intent that we should not last over evil things as they also lasted. So he's telling you, don't copy them. Don't do it like those. You see, some people think they are the first ones to be in the world. You're not the first one. And the truth is this. Let me tell you something. It is the law. It is the law. The God created the system and put it this way. History. This saying you have heard. History repeats itself. It was not started by man. It was not found by man. It is not man who said it. It is God who said it. In Ezekiel. Sorry, Ecclesiastes. He says that which has been. 
Are you with me? That which is going to be has already been. That which is, is already been. And he says God calls the past into what? Account. So what does that mean? It means whether you like it or not, you are going to express a certain character which had been in the old. Yeah. Yes. In one way or the other. You see, this is, you are not the first to live here. So, even in the atmosphere alone, you can pick on characters. I told you, all of us are products of influence. But some of the things that are influencing, you don't know, they are taking you certain ways. Praise the Lord. What happens if you went to let's say, you watch a, a, a dancing video. People are dancing. You feel like you want to dance. What is it? You want to pick on what you have seen. But certain things, you remember the, the other parable the, where the Bible speaks, Jesus tells there's a man who went and sowed seed and in the night the enemy came and sowed wrong seeds. So certain things you are not just going to watch. There are certain seeds the enemy sows in the night while you are sleeping and they are sown. But what happens? When you wake up and find yourself going in a certain direction, He tells you. Now when you see, this is what you are supposed to do. He tells you, these things you should not last over evil things as they did. Are you with me? So He's telling you there are some people that came before you and they were for examples that are not worth doing and following. Verse 11. Uh huh. Praise the Lord. Let me read it for you again. He says, Now all these things happened unto them for examples. And they were written for our admonition. Upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore let him that thinks he stands, take heed lest he fall. This is what I'm teaching you. You, who thinks you're standing, you should take heed lest you fall. So whatever is coming here is not coming for your neighbor. It's coming for you. God is showing you certain things so that you are able to know how to relate with things. Are we together? Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You see, in the New Testament now, He brings out certain examples of the old. He's telling believers not to copy. Are we together? So when he's talking about walking in the flesh, it shows you certain examples. There are people that came before you and they are a good expression of the flesh. So he tells you, watch out. 
The New, New Testament, we are not Old Testament now. We are talking in the New. Some people say, ah, no, we are in grace. That one is not for me. Let's go. Let's go scripture. Praise the Lord Jesus. Are you with me? They are examples of walking in the flesh. And one of it is resisting the truth. It is an example that in the Old Testament some people did. And now in the New he warns you not to. Let's read Hebrews chapter... No, no, no. Second uh, uh, Timothy chapter 3 verse 8. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 8. Are you there? Glory to God. Are we there? Uh-huh. He says, Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. Did you hear that? Do you know? Now, this Janus and, and uh, Jem, Jem, that's Jembas. Praise the Lord, Jembas, or Jembas, or, or Jam, whatever the pronunciation is. Now, in the Old Testament, we don't see those names expressed anywhere. Praise the Lord. But you see good examples that are referred to in this incident which Paul is talking about. You remember when Paul comes, sorry, Moses comes in to face Pharaoh and brings out his staff, puts it on the ground. What is it? It's God who said. So he's expressing the power of God. And what does he do? Pharaoh calls out the magicians. What is it? To resist the truth by making a form that looks like so. Are you with me? So what did they do? They came, the magicians came and brought their sticks too. They did not come with snakes. They brought sticks. Just like Moses brought a stick. They say you prophesy. You think we cannot prophesy? What is it? They, just like Janus, they did what? Resisted the truth. What happens? They came, put their snakes there. These ones also resist the truth. How do they resist the truth? They hide in what seems like true. As the Bible says, that have a form of godliness, but deny the power they are in. From such, turn away. Are you with me? Now, they are characters. The Bible warns us, praise the Lord. How should I handle this? Praise the Lord. He wants us not to emulate such. Are we together? Not to emulate such. He tells us these ones also do what? Stand against the truth. That's one expression of the flesh. Are you with me? In church you are being taught a certain way. And what happens? You go another way. What is that? It is the Bible tells you. He tells you. These men resisted the truth. They were men of what? Corrupt minds. Reprobate. In what? Concerning 
They faith. They have indifferent spirits. Praise the Lord. That is an expression of the flesh. Glory to God. Another example of the flesh expressed, shown us, the examples shown to us through the scriptures, the second one is those that have no regard, no regard for honor of sacred things. They have no regard for honor of sacred things. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 16. Are we there? Hebrews chapter 12 verse 16. Are we there? Alright, let's read it. Did you hear that? Do you see the category this man was put in? Are you with me? And yet in the Old Testament, we don't see this guy as a fornicator. But he says, let's, he says, least there be any fornicator or profane person. He calls him a profane person. As Esau was. Who for one muzzle of meat sold his birthright. What is that? No regard for honor of spiritual things. Are you with me? Someone can easily stand up and say, ah, me. There is, you see, you see, and this is the thing. That's an expression of the flesh and that character. The Bible says, God, let me tell you, God hates that kind. He does. He said, Jacob did I love. Esau, what happened? I hated. Was talking of that character that has no regard for spiritual things. What happened? He good hates it. And now he tells you, least there be. So what? We're going to see how to go about such things. If at one point, I told you there are certain times when you sleep and the enemy comes and sows the seeds. What happens if you noted that in one way or the other, you are beginning to express that kind? There's a solution still through the scriptures. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. No regard for honor of spiritual things. You see, that kind does one thing. It mirrors the flesh. Are you with me? It expresses the unsaved man. Well, because it's the unsaved man, you will bring and what happens? People are, 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 are speaking in tongues and they laugh. <laughs> what are you guys up to? Do you understand? He has no regard. His mind is darkened. Is darkened. He cannot see the truth. Do you understand why? Because if he only saw the truth, he would not be unsaved. But now, this kind of expression of the flesh mirrors that kind. It expresses the unsaved man. How can you not 
regard, with honor. Treat as sacred that which God honors. Are you with me? Are we together? How to behave in the house of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You see, let me tell you something. Whether, even while you're a child of God, you're a child of God. If you begin to walk that way, you are simply expressing however much you are the justified of the Lord. But in the flesh, this is what you show. That kind of example. Are you with me? Now the Old Testament, we're still going to see. This is from the New Testament. We find New Testament is quoting Old Testament characters. Brings out examples. He is not wanting us to express. Are you with me? Have honor of God. You're supposed to honor God. I told you about honor. Honor is to treat us different. Treat us sacred. Do you understand? Something holy. It is special, very special. It is holy. It's set apart. It's of God. Are you with me? Now, we're supposed to... What concerns the spiritual? Our mind toward it is right from the scriptures. We are not of that kind. We are not of that fold. But you see, many times people, when they are influenced, you see, the scriptures, seriously, this is why Jesus, you remember one time Jesus told the guy, he says, check out the scriptures, for they do what? They talk about me. So what happens? The scriptures express Christ and show you how to walk. Already do. So if you want to learn to walk rightly, go there. You see, I've had people... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hallelujah. I told my wife... Years ago, I told her this. I said, honey, you know what? This one, I want it to be in our family. Are you with me? I said, I want us to honor the word so much. Honor the word to a very, very, in a very, very high way that it does not matter what we feel. At any given time, the word can still talk to us. Did you hear that? Some people, when they are angry, nothing can talk to them. Now that is alarming. And you're born again? And you say you are full of the Spirit? Is that the Holy Ghost? And you say, I mean, you feel you are exalted above the Scriptures? Which kind of Spirit would that be? Can you call yourself saved? Are you, seriously, how can you be saved? You say you're saved. You pronounce you're saved. You say you are even speaking in tongues. And you say the scriptures, the word cannot talk to you. Which saved is that one? And which Holy Ghost would that be? Which tongues would you be talking? The word cannot align you. I mean the word can speak to you and you still cannot hear. 
And you say you're born of the what? And you look at you and think you're healthy? That's alarming. I told my wife, I said, honey, this is what I want us to be. That no matter what happens, that we will put everything aside and still be able to listen to what the word says. You know what people many times do? It is, ah, the scriptures, until they like something. Or they see something different. Say, yeah, I know the scripture says, but do you know what you're talking about? Who is authority in your life? You see you as authority, ultimate authority above the word of God. The Bible says he has exalted his word above the revelation of all his names. That is God. He has put the word above every revelation of him. That's the word. That's how far the word is. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. The word is settled in heaven. It's unchanging. It is settled. What does that mean? It means the word cannot change at any given minute. What it said yesterday, it says today. Are you with me? But you see some people get the scriptures and do what? Twist them to fit their lifestyle. What is that? You have gone off. You see, there is a very... You, you, you see, I told you the example of uh, Janus. What happens? The guys, the Egyptians, they resisted. They were withstanding the truth. It's truth. That, that stuff was a hand of God. But they are proving something else by showing the stuff. Now, when we talk about discernment, discernment above discerning wrong and good huh, goes to another level of discerning, knowing what is good from what seems good. You see, many times you discover you won't need a lot of discernment when it's wrong and good. You will know this is wrong. But what seems good, you need discernment. And guess what? This is where many people have missed it. They knew the bad, except that which seemed good. It seemed good, I tell you. He's speaking in tongues, Lord. <laughs> what is it? Even the height. God, I, you, you remember when I prayed? I believe this is it. 